0: Hey, did you get your vaccine yet? It's me, Cindy. I don't know about you, but that has been the start of or works its way into every single encounter I'm having these days. It's what everybody is talking about. And at first, it was cracking me up. But then it started to go from funny to uh, kind of annoying. But then right as I was teetering towards thinking I'd snap the head off the next person who mentioned vaccines, it dawned on me. We are in a real, true 100% bona fide moment right now when the country or a good portion of the country is all on the same page and everybody that can is making an appointment. And people who have appointments or who are done are making appointments for others, kind of like, come on, grab my hand, hop on the train. There are very few times that this country is even close to being on the same page, aside from big holidays or sharing in a historic event where it's all a similar experience for everybody. But this one is most likely just this once in our lifetime, when millions and millions of people are sharing the struggle to chase down an appointment for many of us, waiting in long lines during which time you can't help but strike up a chat with the guy or the couple in front of you. And everyone has a story or at least a comment or two. And then there's the, well, I heard. We all had or will soon have the same needle in our arm experience. And who knows how many are going to post evidence of their success, even if it's just them smiling under second shot on Facebook. But isn't it interesting? Like I've been saying all along, this has been such a challenging stretch of time for everybody, but so unusual in that it's so different for each one of us. We're all experiencing different kinds of challenges as we're all living in our own unique and separate crisis. And given that the wide spectrum of what we're trying to cope with and how we're trying to cope with all of it, or any of it, comes thousands of different ideas and suggestions or ways to take stock of where we are and map out a way to get back to, or even in, the neighborhood of okay. So here's something that I discovered about myself. Maybe it's always been true, but has certainly come to be a substantial realization for me, and only very recently. And I wish I could have figured it out sooner, but better late than... Eh, whatever. At least I have it. Anyway, I sat in on a writing group online, of course, last summer. We were presented with a list of nutty, unrelated words, which we were to pick one to use as a prompt. I think I told you about this when it happened, because it was pretty wonderful. I picked a word, and just like that, the whole idea faucet opened up. I write this complete short story in the 20 minutes allotted. Mind blown. Or, well, I was just surprised and pleased. But I didn't see the big picture at that point. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, I see a Facebook post about the March Minute Monologue Challenge. Send an email, get a list of prompts, write and submit a monologue. And so I did. I have to say back in episode 24 when I talked about methods to conquer procrastination, some of it definitely stuck. And that is a fabulous feeling. But if I'm being totally honest, it's not like I'm going to lie to you anyway, I've discovered it's easier to jump on something that sounds like fun than like, oh, say, cleaning out the garage or washing the kitchen floor. So while I have made great strides in procrastination in general, I still need to work on the problem of what I would call selective procrastination, or stuff I really do not want to do. Anyway, the minute monologue sounded like fun. So I emailed, I got the list, I scanned it until I hit CEREAL. And within a few minutes of pondering, I had a payoff line. And again, the amazing experience of just writing. Having the words all sort of stream through me, like just spill out. Like I'm channeling some other writer who's using my shady typing skills to record for them. Whatever. I'll take any flow of creativity. You want to hear what I wrote? It's only 60 seconds. Close your eyes if you want to imagine the scene. It's a woman standing outside a door. Honey? Honey? I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mean it, really. You know, I love you. I, I adore you. Maybe we've just been spending a little too much time together. You know, before we were married, my mom told me all this stuff about how living with someone requires patience and a bunch of other stuff. I really wasn't listening because she was telling me all this while I was trying on wedding dresses. But somewhere in there, she said something about... Together, but separate. Like how we both had to have some space sometimes. And you know, honey, we've been spending a lot of time in sweatpants and eating in front of the TV. And sometimes I just look over and I think, who is this guy? I mean, that is entirely my own fault. You're wonderful and and handsome, even with. The stubble in that stained t-shirt you won't get rid of. I guess this isn't just how I imagined it. Maybe we need to work at being more romantic. Maybe take more care of our appearance and table manners and have an interesting conversation sometimes. (coughs) Honey, please come out. I, I am so sorry. Really, when you asked me what I wanted for breakfast, I just meant to say cereal, not to see you dead. So, a simple prompt triggered an entire scene from an imaginary life, and it gave me this great sense of accomplishment. For whatever reason, being able to create is very important to me, to my sense of well-being and getting the most out of life. And now that I have suddenly recognized the obvious, understanding that a prompt is something akin to waving a magic wand, I feel like I won't be falling into creative limbo anytime soon. Matter of fact, I'm feeling like I plugged into some electric current and can almost feel my brain buzzing. (laughs) Man, that's nice. Last night, I took the first part of a three-part online art class. It's called Tiny Tattered Houses because that's the collage project. And who wouldn't want to learn how to do something that sounds so cute? It was incredibly fun, made even better because the teacher, Jennifer, was having at least as much fun as I was. She was teaching us how to prepare paper plain old printer paper you paint up and mark up and mess up and then it'll get torn into small pieces that will become the house or the windows or the sky in the picture. She kept expressing how much she loved it, the mess and the surprises and the sometimes unexpected results in the process. And I was so thrilled to be feeling so plugged into being happy and having something that was adventure-like and colorful and creative. It was wonderful to feel so good and no bad. I wonder if it's partly because it's springtime, the calmer, sweeter weather, nature coming back to life. Maybe part of it is, and maybe part of it is vaccines are creating a little bit of magic of their own, allowing us to entertain the prospect that we'll be able to come back out into the daylight among friends and family, return to places we love, get back to having some fun, going on adventures. So yeah we're having a very distinct and historic and promising moment. And maybe I'll be more grateful and accepting and happy to hear the inevitable. So, had your vaccine yet? Have you followed or subscribed to the It's Me Cindy podcast yet? You can, you know. And it won't cost you a dime. It'll give you all sorts of ideas and perspectives and things to think about because I'm just trying to be as happy as I can. And I am more than happy to share whatever hints I find. Thanks for listening.